Hello and welcome to the Midweek War Stories. As your no so crew goes down to the second shows of the week for WCW and WWF. Smackdown Thunder. This week we'll be marking out for the last WCW pay-per-view. Greed. That's right. That's right. I've never seen it, so I've, uh, I don't just think a lot of people have seen it. Just trying to figure out what the fuck just happened there. It's the, I was trying to think, it's the penultimate Midweek War Stories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As, uh, Do you mean the penultimate? Thunder will flow through me. Someday I will take my final breath. I will take the cockpit. I will die in the airport. Sunday, you mean tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> Good thing I forgot my paint. That's crazy timing. I'm your host, Joseph Lussell. I'm alongside here with that cockpit holder, the enforcer, the humorous database, Corey Mack. I don't know how to answer that. Don't call me Shirley? Shirley, you're the chosen one, Mike. We will. That is still one of my favorite comedies of all time. Uh, yeah. You're of a different era. Yeah. I just, think it's, I just think it's kind of a bad movie, to be honest. Well, I mean, you can think that. but the, the I think other movies in that area are funny. I just don't think that one is. Now you think you hate Caddyshack, too, from the same year. Well, you know, Chevy Chase isn't funny. I don't tell you. He's just not funny. Chevy Chase, yeah. Our mileage varies. Bill Murray is, you know, I, I guess an all-timer. He's a notch above. He's not exactly a... I, I mean, I'm there with you, but <laughs> other people in this room disagree. Bill Murray's all right. Shot of Stripes is the best movie. I think so. I love Stripes, though. I'm a Harold Ramis. I just guy. watched uh, Ghostbusters. Dogs. I like Ghostbusters, but I'm a Harold the new Ramis guy. I got a gun right there, buddy. I'll shoot you. Bring <laughs> it, dog. Anytime you want. I got to move. Get it. Hang bring on. it. Well, I'm going to bring it to Knoxville, Tennessee, God for damn it. March 14th of 2001 for WCW Thunder. Fuck Knoxville. Commentary team is one: Tony Schiavone and Mike Tanay. No Foxville. We get a recap of Nitro and Medesha being attacked. <laughs> it's bank town, bro. Stacy's back and she's oh oh oh. Stacy's back. <laughs> uh, when she's with Sean Stasiak. The Magnificent Seven do take out DDP, Booker T, and the Cat. So is anybody here for Thunder? Let's find out. As our first match tonight, guys, is Evan Courageous and Shannon Moore taking on Kidman and Ray in a cruiserweight tag team tournament, and the winners. Take on Primetime and Romeo at Greed. You know, it's, it's an app name for that pay-per-view because I'm going to charge people money for this fucking thing. Oh, it's it's Jesus. got maybe the greatest opening line in the history of professional wrestling by a, color, or by a play-by-play guy as the pyro hits and Tony Schiavone says, if, it's, if you're talking pro wrestling, you must be talking Greed. <laughs> <laughs> got him. <laughs> Uh, Kidman with a head scissors take down to Moore. Ray with a off the top rope moonsault. Ray uh, does an uh, over the top rope head scissors take over to Courageous. Courageous with a spine buster to Ray. Uh, Courageous hip tosses Moore onto Ray. Kidman puts Ray on top of Moore's shoulder and they hit a Hurricane Rana. Uh, Courageous goes for a what? spring. Uh, uh, Frank Center. Courageous get, goes for a springboard move, but Kidman just drop kicks him. Courageous with a 450 for a two count. More, more with the bottoms up, the famouser. But Ray breaks it up. Ray jumps off the back of Kidman and hits a flying forearm to Moore. Kidman hits a baseball slide where Ray hits the Bronco Buster. Moore with a twisting corkscrew uh, to the outside to Ray. And Courageous had to Ray and Courageous, but Courageous was a little far back and he had to quickly get back to his spot. Uh, Kidman is holding. Hold- Correct, just wouldn't fuck up a spot, right? Kidman is hold- holding more up, and Ray hits a springboard drop kick, and then Kidman hits a face buster for the win. As then Romeo and Primetime come out to brawl with one Ray and Kidman after the match. For shizzle, uh, we see the arena cam in hold the base. I just want to say this was so so. Um, you know, Kidman gives zero fucks now. He's wearing gray wife beaters. Yeah. Uh, that's a true sign that you just give zero fucks. <laughs> they also made a big deal that Ray came out with a mask. Half mask. <laughs> like, he came with a half mask. Uh, we go to the arena cam in the basement with Alex Wright eating food and then Disco taking hey, his food. Hey, and Alex then Wright is back. Alex that's Wright cool. uh, flips out and yells at uh, Disco and then Tanae mocks Disco. 
Uh, we got a promo by DDP saying uh, at Greed he'll be a four-time champion. Dustin Rhodes comes out, and Rhodes says that uh, Flair sent him out here to do his work, but uh, Rhodes ain't doing that. Uh, Flair shows up on the buff cam on the Tron. Uh, Flair says that Rhodes and DDP are wrestling Jared and Rick Steiner tonight as Booker T is not in the arena. Um, Jared Steiner jumped DDP but they and Rhodes, but they fight him off. Let's go to our... Right, hold, hold on. Okay, sorry. Hold on. Okay. okay. My God. Okay. Such a hurry. I know. You skipped two fucking lines. So Ric Flair Woo. calls Scott Steiner the toughest SOB in WCW. And then at one point, I don't know which fucking idiot said it. Uh, Did I say DDP? It probably was DDP. No, it was DDP, in fact. Whatever he said wasn't going to happen. He said it would never, ever happen again. I was like, really? We're just blatantly ripping off catchphrases now? I take it as they're auditioning. They're showing them that they know the catchphrases. Jesus. You smell what the cat is cooking. I was like, really? The toughest SOB? That's that's what we're doing? What? (laughs) Just, just... Just wait till later when the American laugh ass comes out. <laughs> <laughs> if you will. Uh, let's go to our next match, guys. It's going to be Alex Wright taking on Jason Jett. <laughs> hey, Corey, who is Jason Jett? Wow, you guys pay zero attention. He was in last week's Cruiserweight Tag Team Championship. With Johnny O. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. With I know who o, Jason yeah. Jett is. Yeah. He was uh, Jason J. Now he's Jason Jett. He yeah, he got, he got a last name. He was easy money in ECW, so he's another ECW guy that found a place to work. That wears uh, chaps as his his, his gear. I don't like it. Don't like it one bit. It's better than Air Paris' gear. Yeah, that's that's true. That's true. I'll I'll take Air (laughs) Paris' rag to riches than uh, the... It's not a high bar, to be fair. ...than the chaps. Kidman's dingy gray wife beater is better than Air Paris' gear. And the half mask by Ray. Uh, Right with a power slam, Jet with a buckshot lariat. Uh, so you didn't screw up. Yeah. Jarrett with a standing uh, jet with a standing moonsault for two. Right with a sp- through it like Conan. It looks so good. Right with a spin kick for two. Right with a long hammerlock submission. Jet with a springboard moonsault, but right just sidesteps him. Jet with a release suplex for the win. That was dumb. What a stupid move. I was like, "That's your fucking finisher." Commentary lost it. They oh, didn't they know what, they like it was revolutionary. It. Yeah. It's like. It just looks like you forgot how to do the move. It just gave up. I like through. I like the release suplex. I just don't like it as someone's finisher. Well, I like it if it's like Kevin Nash. Yeah. Not if the fucking dude's three inches shorter than the dude he's giving it to. Uh, Not the guy wearing chaps. What I don't get is, man, I could be wrong because it's been a while since I've watched ECW 2000. Well, but I don't think he used that as a finisher in ECW. Was it some it top would, rope move? It'd be a yeah. lame ass fucking finisher if it was in ECW. Yeah. Here's a release suplex. That move's like. No, yeah. absolutely not. Sandman's like, really? I'm counting on it. I'm kicking out at half. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it looks like he's getting a push. Beats Alex right here. Mm. Hurry that up. Yeah. Uh, we go backstage with Flair and Luger as they're talking about what happened to Madrid. Hold on. Mid- Hold on. He's yes. getting a push? He lost last week in a tag match. Yeah, the tag tournament, you can't really count because... He had Scotty O as a replacement. I mean, there were nobodies. They were <laughs> put in to lose. Scotty O was a replacement, my dude. First of all, Hashtag push Scotty Yo. I'm going to get it trending. <laughs> there we go. Uh, backstage with Flair and Luger as they're talking about what happened to Medasia. Flair needs to get a grip on Scotty or Scotty's going to kill someone. Um, by the <laughs> way, tonight, guys, uh, Flair is going to put uh, Palumbo and a hair in a four corners match against Tully Buff. <laughs> if, uh, if you do get control of Scott or he still might kill somebody. <laughs> One has nothing to do with yeah. the other. He might just kill him, you know? Um... We're going to recap on Nitro of Booker T's beatdown on Nitro, the the mugging. Uh, we go, our next match as is going to be Sean Stasiak with Stacy as he's out here to make fun of bald, fat, tattoo guys again. And then Reno, that guy, comes out and says, hey, you have a problem with that? I forgot Reno existed. What's his fucking little goddamn nickname now for himself? The man something? I have no idea. The Mecca. That's the Mecca of that's manhood. Stasek, the Mecca of manhood. Yeah, that's who he's talking about. Yeah. Gross, dude. But I was like... Jesus. Okay, it's like... I get the whole fat and tattoo guy because it's Bam Bam, right? And then I'm like, 
why he's is Reno? a tattoo on his back. Yeah, Reno has a fucking butterfly on his shoulders, and he's like, that's a tattoo, dude. Doesn't Kurt Angle have one on his shoulders too? He has uh on his sh- like on the side of his shoulder, like under his shoulder blade. Yeah, but like I know, but it's like a butterfly or something. It's something like, lame like, shit. It's like the no, but go to his face and tell him it's lame. That's right. I'm saying Reno's better is, than you. Is it the, Reno, like, suck it. Pennsylvania outline or something? I don't know. It's Doctor Oz. There it is. <laughs> it's Doctor Mehmet. Thank you. Um. So yeah, so it's gonna be Reno versus Stazak, former thrillers. I'm go that's, ahead and uh, no solo. That's that. a no for me, dog. Some thriller on thriller action. Holy shit! Um, Stazak with this a has running to be bulldog. A right? I mean, Jesus. Stazak with a gut wrench suplex. Reno with a uh, over the head suplex. Stazak throws Reno in the barricade. Stazak with a top rope clothesline. Stazak reverses the roll of the dice into the a neck breaker. For the win. So now we're using a neck breaker. Mm-hmm. That was a good reversal, to be honest, though. That was but a good not reversal the, move. What, I don't know. I forgot where we called it, but it was like the... The perfect plex? But I got yelled at for calling it, yeah, so we called it the, the, uh, the dumpster plex or something. Do, uh, <laughs> the uh, Stasiac dump. Or the Stasiac dump. Yeah, it was something like that. It's called the the meat pie. <laughs> yeah. Meat, meat pie plex. But then after the match, Stasiac poses while Stacy oh, 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 dances. oh, oh. oh. This is cringe. And then Bam Bam <laughs> runs out, and they uh, also Bam Bam slimmed down a little bit. Bam Bam looking to be in good then, shape. Nothing uh, comes of it. runs off. Uh, the Saints have the worst music in the history of wrestling. Yes. Oh oh. I oh. mean, Jesus Christ, that's so bad. I mean, it's no uh, which which uh, well, that's which. But by, by the way, we uh, when we do the all out review, an idea I have we should write down is. Theme songs that you like, theme songs that you didn't like, theme songs that grew on you. Ooh, that's interesting. The last little bit there that you added because we we did that Shane with, Douglas, Shane Douglas, Shane Douglas. Because we did that at the end there of the is, which we're doing at the end of the year too of superstars you liked, didn't like, grew on you type stuff. Like, we're gonna we're gonna keep you, Joe. You can only pick Shane Douglas for one of them. Okay, it, okay. It has to be the one uh, you like. It'd be dumpster fire. <laughs> uh, let's go to our next match. As it's a four corners match between people who are facing each other this Sunday at the pay per view. This is so WWE. I don't understand the point of this. Lex this Luger, is... Buff Bagwell versus uh, versus like, Sean O'Hare versus Chuck Palumbo. But they're the other way. Like they'd be the you know they're in a. They'd be in a four quarters match at the pay per view, and they'd be in a tag team. Like, can they coexist? Mm-hmm. Now this is like, they can coexist. So what if we have them not? Right. <laughs> like, oh, uh, there's okay. A, there's a spot in the match where Palumbo and Buff are doing something, but then we have to focus on a whole family. Uh, but you, but from, you can hear the moves happening in the background. I. It looked like they lost their fucking way, and it from the from the amount of time we watched this family. Yeah, it took them a while to find their way. Yep, Jimmy Hart was probably like, "Get it off the ring, <laughs> yeah. find somebody in the crowd." Yeah, they're, they're gonna set the business back thirty years. <laughs> yeah. O'Hare Plumbo with a double arm whip. Uh, they hit uh, the leapfrog move on Buff. O'Hare and Luger go back and forth. O'Hare, uh, uh, O'Hare tags and Buff. So it's Buff versus Luger. What are we gonna do? And they just attack O'Hare and Plumbo. Buff then tags in Plumbo. Plumbo goes for the scoop slam on Luger. <laughs> I'm Buff and Luger in cahoots. They might be, but Buff chop blocks uh, Palumbo and Luger lands on him to eliminate Palumbo. By the way, guys, this is an elimination match. Uh, okay. Um, as uh, O'Hare uh, is supposed to be uh, escorted to the back, um, but uh, O'Hare uh, with a, a sidekick. Sorry, Palumbo's eliminated. Palumbo brawls with Buff on the outside instead of leaving. He got lost like Buff. Yeah. I'm just going to shut the door until so Joe finds his way again. <laughs> I'm trying to find my way. Uh, We're back in 10. <laughs> O'Hare hits a Shantan bomb on Luger to eliminate him to win the match. So, yeah. Uh, so, the, the baby faces get the win leading into the pay-per-view. Is well, that- I mean, to be fair, the gay they're pushing gets the win. Yes. The guy they clearly... Plumbo just got, like, leapfrogged by Sean O'Hare. Because they used to be the dude, and he's not the dude anymore. Nope. He's the psycho. You can tell they're going to push Sean O'Hare to the fucking moon. Yeah. Uh, We see Disco backstage talking to Mike Sanders how he needs a tag partner, but Sanders (laughs) like, you know what? I'm good. I don't want heat. Uh, 
Flair then comes and says, hey, man, crapper's broken. I need you to fix that. <laughs> I wrote where animal broke the crapper. <laughs> so, so hold on. Hold on. In this, in this one fucking segment, Disco sucks, and they're admitting on camera that he sucks. Sanders like, I want nothing to do with you because you suck. <laughs> hey, the fat guy clogged the tomone. <laughs> hey, Sanders, you suck. Go fix the shitter. Sanders like, you know what? Fixing animal he, shit he, sucks. He, I'm going to team with Disco. He weighs it. He weighs it. He goes like, he goes, Disco crapper. Disco crapper. Uh, disco, you got to talk. You got to talk. They just shit, pun intended, on five fucking people in one fucking segment, dude. Yep. Oh, my God. Oh, that's how you bury a motherfucker. This company's dying. Jesus Christ. How do you fat shit motherfuckers talking about TV? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Hate to see it. Uh, we, get a, we get a history, Corey. Yeah. A prestigious history of the Rhodes Flair, you know, well. feud. Well, for two weeks now. Yeah, March 2021 version of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not quite the history we were all looking for here, but. Nope. You know, it's cool, I guess. God Why don't you show the actual shit? People would care then. You own the footage, and yeah. I got news for you. You just forget this last hour of Thunder and put on a Dusty Flair match, it'll get better ratings. You put uh, on paper, you'll get better. Right speaking here. of flair, we go backstage with that clogger, the animal. As, uh, they wait, need to wait. That means two different things. Like he, he does clog dancing. Oh yeah, that too. Um, they need that to was get a big clog dancer. We need to get Scott into in, uh, controlled. So He's flair thinks that DDP and Dustin are involved, and Flair wants Animal to go interrogate them after unclogging this. Um, <laughs> Fix the shitter. What the hell, man? But yeah, God damn it. But it sounds like you know they're not. They it sounds like they don't trust Animal. Well, he did just clog I mean, the toilet. Yeah, you know, everybody has to shit, man. <laughs> Think of, of the kids. Uh, let's go to our next match, guys. Hear me out. Shane Helms. Yep. Versus Kiwi. Mm, you mean Angry Allen? Yeah. Kiwi's uh, in charge for first part of half the match. Helms gets thrown in the ring and then hits. Uh, Helms hits a baseball slide. He does a crossbody to the outside. He hits the vertebrae breaker for the win, but guys, don't worry. Chavo comes down to try to attack him. Of but course he does. Helms throws him out of the ring. How did uh, old Angry Allen not get a shot in the old E? Yeah, that's a good question. That is. You seem like that him with be... him and Disco or up that alley. Yeah, you think that's Visco? God damn! I, the, the last thing I saw Angry He's Allen gay. do after this. Bring the gay guy over. The thing I Let's saw go. Angry Allen do after this was he went to Japan, what? and they what? dressed him up like Hogan. Oh, the Funkster. Yeah. What? Because his name is Alan Funk. So, yeah. They, because that hair, you know, it's receding. So they cut it down it's to Hogan. Up, it's, it's a Hogan lady. He grew a Fu Manchu, and he was the Funkster. And brother. wore, and wore uh, yellow trunks and red knee pads. And he could cut a good Ichiban! Hogan. Yeah. He could cut a good Hogan 80s promo, too. I mean, he was the Funkster. Actually, after that, I know him. He went to TNA as part of the Rainbow Express, the gay tag team, uh, with uh, Lenny from Lenny and Lodi. Of course he did. Uh, they were managed by uh, uh, well, 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 Joel Gertner. Oh, how was that on television? <laughs> right. Jesus. But after Lenny got hurt, uh, they were having a Miss TNA battle royal, and Bruce entered and won. So he was Miss TNA, and he would <laughs> weekly get. Was this before or after Santina? Before it was, this is 2002. Jesus, this is Vince Russo. But they ripped off TNA. Idea? Oh, god, yes. Mm. So, Miss, Miss, you know, he would wrestle the other women and Miss TNA. And yeah, no, it's a whole thing in the crazy I'm first year of TNA. Russo was there at that point. Russo, yes, yeah. this is Russo being just nobody watching Russo at all, just like uninhibited. Jesus, T- 2002 TNA should be studied. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let's go to our next match as it's going to be Disco and Mike Sanders versus the Filthy Animals of Hugh Morris and Conan. That's a... Oh, I think I'd rather clean That's a no for me, dog. Oh, my God. Sanders made the wrong choice. Uh, who's the worker in this match? You mean the leader of the clubhouse? Honestly, the Hugh the, Morris. Yeah, the leader of the locker room. Wait, was Lil Nates the ref? <laughs> who's the I ref? think so. Yeah, if Lil Nates is the ref, he's the worker. Yeah. Or Armstrong. Which one? Christ <laughs> almighty. Uh, Disco with a swinging neck breaker to Morris. Sanders tries to cross body, uh, body but... Uh, uh, you know, I just put together that segment earlier in the show. Alex Wright, that was a shoot, brother. He's like, fuck that. Yeah. I'm not being smart. Fuck this shit. <laughs> yeah. I'll take care of myself. Sanders tries to do a cross body off Morris, but he just bounces off him. Morris with a power slam 
to Conan, uh, not, uh, to Disco. Conan flips into the ring, and uh, then we cut to a fan. <laughs> so I wonder what happened. Uh, Conan rolling th- l- Thunder Lariat on Disco. Tanae brings up Conan and Morris, how they were part of the Dungeon of Doom, and Tanae, uh, Tony Shivani just loses, loses it. it. Are you mentioning the Dungeon of Doom? Shivani's and- like, the Dungeon of Doom? <laughs> and Tony's like, well, yes, they were a tag team in the summer of 97, which they were. Like, Morris, hit, uh, Morris and Conan hit the heart attack. <laughs> Conan hits the stunner. The or, or as they call it, the, uh, or the last Tur- dance. Yeah. Uh, Morris with no laughing matter, and Conan puts the tequila sunrise on uh, Disco for the win. Team Canada comes out, out to the stage and uh, attacks Conan and Morris as they're about to head back into the back. Hold on, I just want to point out real quick that since Conan hit that promo where he was a locker room leader and going to take things into his own hands, it was like the third straight match where the match starts and he gets punched, pushed right on his ass. Yeah. <laughs> Lead this. I will say this about Conan, though. He's no longer wearing the shirts. He's no longer wearing the jerseys. He doesn't he's, have the girdle on. He, yeah, doesn't have the girdle. Yeah. He's, he's trying to get a job. job. I mean, he's been working his ass off, you know, for what his relative skill is. He's making sure that Jim Ross and Bruce Pritchard realize that K-Dog means Conan. I don't know about that. What a story. God, what a story that was. <laughs> hey, it's K-Dog. Who? Who's that? Is that the Radicals episode? That yeah. Was on? Holy yeah. fuck, dude. I actually just thought about going back and listening to the early episodes. When they're good? When they're The good. Radicals one was really good from Richard. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get a promo for Greed. Uh, we go backstage with the uh, with Buff looking for an animal, and we find him laid out in the locker room with someone painting it wasn't him. Hey, sometimes after you take that big old shit... Gotta lay down, man. It wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't him covered in shit. Got it. It wasn't me. Uh, we another, get another promo for Greed, but it's the DDP Scott Steiner lead up. Our uh, main event for Thunder is Jeff Jarrett versus Rick Steiner versus Dustin Rhodes versus DDP. Isn't it a tag match? Yeah. Yes, it is. Sorry. Um, DDP with a top rope close on to Rick and then another one to Jeff. Justin Kane's moves. Got it. Yeah. Jarrett with a DDT to DDP. Uh, Jarrett and Siren keep DDP away from his uh, corner. Uh, Rhodes with the hot tag. Rhodes go- goes for the uh, dust buster or shattered dreams. Uh, but Steiner goes for the clothesline. Uh, but Rhodes ducks and uh, Steiner hits the ref. Ref bump. Steiner with a belly belly and makes the cover, but the ref's down. Flair comes down to make the count, but DDP hits Flair. DDP goes for the diamond cutter, but Steiner pushes him off and Flair holds the rope for DDP to go out of the ring. Jarrett hits Rhodes with the guitar and the stroke for the win. Then the Magnificent Seven attack DDP and uh, Rhodes until Palumbo, O'Hare, Morris come out while Team Canada comes out. We have an all-out brawl here, folks. Uh, then DDP tells Flair to tell Steiner that he's still standing and he will see him at the pay-per-view this Sunday. Still standing. God damn it. Boom, it's me. Daddy Pay. We doing this, Corey? For the final so let's time. mark final out time? for the final WCW pay-per-view. The wrestling greed. We are in Jacksonville, Florida, March 18th, 2001 for WCW greed. What's the over-under rats in the building? Ooh, oh, high quotient. In both senses. <laughs> um, the Kiwi one-on-one with Jason Jett. No. no. That's how the show starts? Yes. Christ. WCW Cruiserweight Tag Team Title Tournament Not Finals. Like this. Ray Mysterio Jr. and Billy Kidman take on Elix Skipper and Kid Romeo. Who the fuck booked this shit? <laughs> no one. Uh, I'll mark out for the the, for no. the, the, the tag match. No. I will. Sean Stasiak, the mecca of manhood, will yeah. take on Bam Bam Bigelow. That'll be a no for me, dog. Yeah, that's a big fucking no. Uh, the uh, locker room leaders, Hugh Morris and Conan, take on Lance Storm and Mike Awesome. So about that. Uh, no. No. Match number five, cruiserweight title on the line, Chavo Guerrero Jr. against Sugar Shane Helms. Yes. Sure. Match number six, WCW tag team titles on the line, totally buffed challenge, Sean O'Hare, Chuck Palumbo. I decide on Thunder, I'm good. Match number seven. The Cat takes on Canyon. No. No. Match number eight, the United States title on the line. Rick Steiner defends against Booker T. No. No. In a kiss-my-ass tag team match, Dusty and Dustin Rhodes take on Ric Flair and Jeff Jarrett. No. 
I'm going to say yes and just ignore the first part of what you said. <laughs> yeah. And the WWE title on the line, Big Papa Pump Scott Steiner defending against Diamond Dallas Page. I was there. He said the last name. No. No, I'm out, dog. That is the last WWE pay-per-view. That's Those 10 matches. That checks out. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. I, yeah. Like, if you, uh, if you didn't watch Weekly Like We Did and you just showed somebody a roster from 2001, like, make the final pay-per-view, yeah, that's pretty much what you come up with. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much it. It's like, well, there you go. Mm. Kind of a bittersweet way to go, huh? Which I have a surprise about that when we get to the show next week. Can't wait. Surprise for you guys about that. I hate this crap, this Thai crap. It's fucking... It's but, like banging your sister. Anyway. This is the second to last, so... <laughs> what? Last Thunder. So, uh... When did this become a John Waters movie? <laughs> I know. Don't forget to smile. Let's move on, shall we, then? As this is our second to last Thunder. Joe felt like Jeff Mack right there for a minute. For the midweek. So let's move on to, uh... WWF... The Smack Down. From the pond! From the pond. And Elohim. Yep. Commentary team is one, Michael Cole. And, uh... Taz. Just grabbing that brass ring. Taking advantage of the opportunity. Uh, we're starting to show off the recap of Raw of the Rock and Angle main event with uh, an Angle putting Deborah in the ankle lock and Austin attacking him and stunning the Rock. As tonight, guys, Austin wants revenge. It's going to be Austin Rock. Uh, sorry, Austin Angle in the main event. Because he wants revenge on Angle for what he did to his wife. I hope Kurt Angle gets a fucking bonus for the WrestleMania main event. That he's not a part of, but that he's fucking building up. I, it'd be nice of him. <laughs> fucking hell, dude. Those two kick back some ducats. Jesus Christ, he's doing all the heavy lifting. Uh, earlier today, Eddie was talking with Regal, as Eddie wants a rematch, uh, but Regal tells Eddie that uh, he has something better for Benoit and puts Eddie in a match tonight because Eddie feels like he should get gold, as it would be for the European Championship against Test. Oh, but it was, it was excellent how Regal... Built him up. Yeah. Like, other than me, the greatest European champion of all time was you, Eddie. Uh, and, and, uh, and I need to, that besmir- he besmirches all of us for her champions. It was so well done. And then Eddie's like, hey, man, you got to work on your accent because no one can understand you. <laughs> but my favorite line was where he goes, uh, hey, homie, what's up? He goes, first of all, it's William. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fucking fantastic line. These two were gold right here. Oh, my God. This was so funny. Yeah, say you might want to work on your accent, man. <laughs> Nobody, I couldn't understand you. He walks away. and He goes, "What did he say?" <laughs> Dude, they were fucking brilliant. <laughs> hey, it's William. <laughs> First of all, it's William. <laughs> <laughs> that tough spot test be smirches all of us former European <laughs> champions. But also, if you can tell me we're going to Eddie versus Test, yes, please. Yeah, yeah. Um, our, yes, our first snatch tonight for the European Championship. It's Eddie Guerrero versus Tess. Yeah, Wee versus whoever the fuck it Jason is not. Jet. Jason Jet. <laughs> it's not quite that. This uh, is the, this is exactly the kind of guy Tess should be working house shows with for like months. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because he'll because he's small, so he can bump really well for him. But, but he can also learn. He's a veteran. He can yeah. teach you some shit. He'll learn. Tess with a uh, mm. gut wrench power bomb for a two, then a tilt world slam. Learned we other s- lessons, unfortunately. We see Regal watching this as then Saturn comes out and gets on the apron, and Tess brings <laughs> him in and starts fighting with Saturn. Did you notice, however, that Regal is watching like a normal goddamn human being? He yes, just he is turning towards the television that he's doesn't, watching. Doesn't want to be besmirched. Uh, Eddie grabs the title and hits Tess with it, but then Jericho runs down and hits Eddie. Tess then hits Eddie with the big boot for the win. Uh, we get a recap of Raw of Triple H attacking Undertaker and choking him on with uh, with the chair. We go backstage with Undertaker waiting for Triple H to show up, and Kane comes in asking what he's doing. And Undertaker's like, "Just waiting." Kane tells him, "Well, uh, Undertaker's like, there are other ways to handle it." And Undertaker does the, uh, "When the hell did you become the voice of reason?" <laughs> yeah. Then Kane's like, well, then I'll just wait out here with you. Then Taker's like, nah, you can go back in the arena. It's fine. I got to do something myself. Then Kane's like, well, give him one for me. Taker's a lot, lizard. There it is. God damn it. (laughs) That's awesome. Uh, We go earlier today with JR and Austin. Austin thinking about about Rock, uh, about, about to face The Rock as a businessman. Austin did his job, and he won the Rumble, and The Rock is champion. 
Personal mania means uh, Austin's bad for Austin for what it means for him personally. It means that uh, Austin is back, and, uh, and WrestleMania is in Austin's backyard in Texas. Uh, they bring is Austin obsessed with the title? Austin says, "Well, if you're not in the WF for the title, then what the hell are you doing here?" Uh, Vin, what about Vince putting Deborah as Rock's manager? Austin McMahon went a full year, and Austin won. Vince is trying to screw Austin over. And this is the, a way for him to get back at him. Hey, why did Austin stun The Rock? It's something. If something happened to Deborah, and something did, I told The Rock I was going to whoop his ass. Austin doesn't care what the fans thought. His wife's uh, his wife was put into jeopardy. Austin challenges Angle. Angle is going to get an ass whooping. You don't mess with Austin. You don't mess with his wife. Then we cut to Rock showing up to the arena. That was such a fucking great promo. It was. Holy shit, that was it so was, good. He's on fire. He God is, damn it. He is zeroed in. Good right fucking yeah. lord, what a great promo. Uh, one last thing, Austin says. Austin says he's going to whip Angle's ass tonight and rock and watch and see what will happen to him at WrestleMania. God, man, that is how you fucking build on a match. Yep. He is zeroed in. It's about a week too early, but... <laughs> oh, you know, wouldn't be this company if you didn't uh, do that. Shoot your load a little early. Um, we see uh, Undertaker looking, and he finds a big ass pipe to be using for tonight. Backstage, we see Regal as he Regal has informed uh, Kelvin Kelly to inform Chris Jericho that he's in a tag team tables match tonight against the Dudleys. Kelly wants to know his partner, and Angle's like, uh, Regal's like, oh, no one. Uh, <laughs> Kelly then brings up Undertaker uh, how, how he's being backstage And Regal says if um, He will go talk to the Undertaker As he will be a reasonable man A reasonable man well, Good luck <laughs> uh, Let's go to our next match guys As it's a six man tag here Play. As it's the Hardy Boys mm-hmm. With bah, 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 Versus uh-huh. So as soon as he said that, I was oh. like, yep. The one Billy Gunn mm-hmm. versus. I don't know the song. Hey, Corey. What? Who are they facing? Oh. Thank you. Well, they're not doing it yet. Oh, well, we're not going to get to it. That's true. Hey, yo, you're dealing with the X Factor. I got everything I've ever wanted. Did they have merch? Nope. Yeah, they had an X Factor shirt. Yeah. Did they really? Yeah. And I know you hate X Factor, but you ain't got to look at me is like it that. As <laughs> lame as it probably sounds. It's a purplish X. It's Xbox Factor. logo. It's Xbox and logo. X Factor is written over it. It's Xbox X Factor logo in a sign drawn. Imagine the Xbox logo, but purple it says black. X Factor. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, Matt, the they segment. went all Baltimore Ravens. They were all black, yeah. purple, and silver. That was their colors. Yeah. Did they also murder people and get away with it? Oh, and pretend you like God? Incredible probably did. Dude, I can't tell you what Justin Credible did all those years on drugs. Neither Justin Credible. <laughs> so he may have killed a man? Yeah. Does he pretend he's a preacher now and like, he no. loves God, but no, he's really a, just covered up his own murder? He's a real motherfucker, just handles his own shit. Yeah. Admits that he still struggles from time to time. And so unlike Ray Lewis, who's not a real motherfucker, who's a punk bitch. That's yes. right. I fucking said it. Anybody clip the send it to him. Yeah. Fuck Ray Lewis, you punk bitch. Not not better than Justin Incredible. No, hundred uh, percent. Matt Hardy with a second leg like, drop to Xbox. Uh, Hardy's hit poetry in motion on Xbox. I gotta Billy. be honest. I am more tired of the Hardy Boys than I am X Factor. Uh, Billy throws Jeff up onto Albert, and Albert catches him and power bombs Jeff. Uh, Lita pulls Credible into the post like a good old baby face would. <laughs> Gun hits a the one and only the jumping neck breaker, but X Pac breaks up the pin. X Pac hits the X Factor on Gun. Matt hits the twist of fate on X Pac. Albert hits the Albert bomb on Matt, and the ref calls the match. I hate that. I and it's become a pandemic everywhere in wrestling, but it started in WWF. And here's a perfect example. At some point during a tag or six man tag. Everybody will come in and hit their finish one right after the other. And then the ref calls the last yeah. one that gets out of control. And it's just like, now everybody does it. But it started here. And yep, yep, yep. <laughs> That's all. Uh, That's all of us. Yeah, sure. Uh, Jeff hits a corkscrew <laughs> moonsault on. We were uh, uh, hits a corkscrew moonsault. Albert gets up and then it just yeets Jeff to the outside. Yeet! <laughs> Uh, we go backstage with Regal wanting to talk to Undertaker. Uh, Undertaker ignores Regal. Regal insists, or Regal have to do something he didn't want to do. 
here, somehow, from not leaving, just sitting his fat ass on that bike, he, like, got some specialty-made handle for that pipe? Yeah. I was like, that was that. clearly yeah. just a metal pipe when he picked it up last don't you, segment. Don't you worry about that. He's a handyman. You don't know? Yeah. yeah. He's a carpenter. I'm pretty sure he's not. <laughs> uh, we get a recap of of uh, Vince and Trish the past couple weeks and Shane returning on Raw. Uh, a limo shows up, and you know it's Trish. Uh, you know it's Stephanie and Triple H as you can hear their microphones on. I know, right? As, uh, so hold on. So hold on. Right, hold on, right yes. before that. Cause I actually like this a lot. Just like the whole segment, we'll get to it. But because uh, they were going to throw to Shane McMahon, and they said, "Hold on, we have a limo pulling up." Yeah. They cut back to that instead, and said, "We'll get back to that in a minute. Let's see what this is about." Yeah. It was actually done really well. Yeah, that was done. It's they can do it every once in a while. Look at that. <sighs> yep. But uh, we hear uh, uh, tr- Stephanie and Triple H, and His mics the, are very and loud. <laughs> the bike is just the bike there. Uh, Triple H says he's gonna get out, but Undertaker then shows up. Triple H, tell- <laughs> Triple H, hey, get lost, you idiot! <laughs> <laughs> Just does that. That's how he says in the on the, the Taker. Show me what you're gonna do to me. And then he breaks oh, the window. Cops show up and arrest Undertaker. As then Triple H takes a cheap shot. Which? Why wasn't he arrested? You. Legally can't do that. Right, that's done, a very illegal we've done, thing. We've done how many how many arresting uh, spots? How we've done in this, and everybody takes that shot, oh, and look, then it's only Triple H that gets away with it. Before we get to that part, all I'm saying is that when Undertaker was chasing them around that limo, yep. I was half expecting that uh, Burt Reynolds was somewhere with a bow and arrow, <laughs> taking aim and Taker. <laughs> he sounded like he was. He almost sounded like he was going to tell Triple H that he had a pretty mouth. <laughs> God damn it. It's just like some Buford T. Justice bullshit. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Oh, you can think about it. Don't, don't, don't do it. We see um, backstage, we see Regal talking with Triple H and Stephanie as they're asking if Regal saw what he did. And Regal's like, yeah, I did. I was the one that called the cops. <laughs> I knew Regal was a narc. Triple H, I think you're going to be a good commissioner around here. And we're going to have a long-lasting friendship. Uh, let's go to John the Coachman with the with Shane McMahon. Where's Shane been? Uh, Shane says he's been working. He's been working on the business side. Um, Shane says he's not been happy. What, with, what did he do behind the scenes? At digital, this point? digital, and stuff like that, like the magazine and like digital directing. And he wasn't part of creative, right? No, he was yeah. the website. He tried then, to make things hip. And then yeah, and then in the spare pop, time, he hip, came up with all the, the hip, hip, pop, he came pop, up with pop. all the things that Triple H took credit for ten years later. I mean, you don't remember that. <laughs> Stephanie? ECW trying to buy MMA, trying to do a performance center, trying to do a worldwide talent pool. All of those things were Shane came up with in like 2005. Uh, Triple H, five years later. Hey, I got an idea. <laughs> I got an idea. I'll take all the talent. Uh, Shane said he's not been happy. Yeah. <laughs> Multiple times. It's a mystery, like evolution. <laughs> the mystery is how he survived the helicopter crash. No, he yeah. just does those little motherfuckers. That's yeah. just another day yeah. in Shane's yeah. life. Yeah. <laughs> It's a Tuesday, son. Hey, uh, <laughs> who, who's going to take that spot in the in the, the helicopter? Not a Shane can. It's fine. Yeah, don't worry about it. Uh, Shane says he's not happy with Vince, what he's been doing in the core business in the ring. Shane, uh, Shane says he's been embarrassing his mother, manipulating Stephanie to attack Linda. Vince is having an affair with a woman the same age as Stephanie. Shane blames himself because he could have done... Epic foreshadowing, <laughs> sir. Because he could have done something sooner. <laughs> Uh, Shane did take pleasure though beating up his dad, uh, and Shane does not care what Vince does to him now. Cut him out of the will, fire him, all that stuff. He doesn't care. Anymore. It's like okay, <laughs> deal. <laughs> Who is this again? I got an idea. I'll do it again. Uh, next match is a handicapped tables match as the Dudley Boys versus Chris Jericho. <sighs> Uh, Devon tries to bring in a table. Jericho baseball slides it into him. Jericho with a spinning heel kick to Bubba and then a springboard drop kick to Devon. I hate that, by the way. I fucking hate that when he does the Dudleys. At no point, like, these two motherfuckers know how to carry a table. At no point do they ever just hold it in front of their face until they're taking that move. They would never hold a table like that. It's terrible. Dudleys hit the was up uh, on Jericho. Bubba's going to powerbomb Jericho through the table, but he fights him off and hits a Hurricane Rana through the table, but Devon moves it. Jericho suplexes Devon. And he breaks a corner of the table, and the ref says, nah, keep on going. That counts. Uh, Dudley's in 3D Jericho through the table. I will say at least he lost these two matches. Yeah. 
what they should yeah, have. Yeah, yeah. Rock did it last that. week when he beat Haku, when he lost to Haku and Rikishi. So at least there's that. I did appreciate that. Uh, we go backstage with Rigo as he's happy with what he just saw. Kane comes in says he wants a match with Triple H, and he wants it tonight. Regal offers Kane a cup of tea, and Kane just yells at him and says, give him the match. <laughs> uh, we get a highlight reel of XFL, and again, the commentary team saying, hey, if you're not watching the XFL, or if you are, why the hell are you not? Why the hell are you not calling into the radio stations and telling them to respect our authority? Yeah, he didn't come off as uh, preachy and bullshitty as Jay Ross did. Back my dog, because Michael Cole couldn't give a fuck less about that stupid league. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. That dude like, used to work for CNN. I know, right? He's like doing this weird shit. He's like, I don't give a like, fuck. He's like, that. my career's weird. We go backstage, speaking of weird, <laughs> with Grandmaster Sexy as he's dancing to his own theme music, saying that he's talking <laughs> to somebody who's off the set, saying, hey, we, you should be my partner, because you know how to get down. And it turns out that the person is... I was trying to think of who it would be. I, I thought it was like, going to be K-Quick. Oh, I knew exactly who it was. I thought it was K-Quick. No, because he was like... Big, like they were like big. So mm-hmm. I was like, who am I missing? I thought it was K-Quick, but it turns out that he was talking to one, Steve Blackman, Mr. Charisma. <laughs> there it is. Hey, hey news for you. This is a new tag team. Two, two black. Man. I was two black men. I, I was trying. I almost made the joke too. You made I, me do it. I, I was saying it too. I was in my head. I'm like two, two black men. Do, do I keep the man out? I you don't know, know yet. Cal so. should have went with it. I got news for you. Since we're not going to watch it, it doesn't matter. But the Sunday night heat. It's the pre- Y factor. The oh. Sunday night heat pre-show match before WrestleMania 17. Now, when you say we're not going to watch it, <laughs> <laughs> oh, what it the is, hell? It is the team of two black men. <laughs> Taking on the team of, yo, you're dealing with the X-Factor. I'm calling Black Man 2. <laughs> Black um, Man 2. Electric Boogaloo. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> uh, Black, Blackman says he'll tea with Grandmaster Sexy if he keeps his mouth shut. And quit dancing. Oh, uh, next. Hey, we go I can give you one or two. I can't give you both. <laughs> we go backstage with Kevin Kelly with Kurt Angle. See, hold on. First of all, that's a ghetto buster. Yes. <laughs> Motherfuckers. There it is. Okay. Uh, we go backstage with Kevin Kelly with Kurt Angle. Angle says Austin can talk all he wants, but it doesn't matter. Angle says that at, that his match uh, against Austin Doesn't will be a no past. DQ, and he uh, Angle goes well. If Austin's unable to make it to WrestleMania, I guess I'll fill in for a spot. <laughs> It'd be a shame if someone have to break <laughs> right. his ankle. That's Who knows? <laughs> Our next match is RTC of Goodfather and Bull versus two black men, uh, <laughs> Grandmaster Sexy and uh, uh, Steve Blackman. Uh, sexy with the DDT and goes for running Bulldog, but Goodfather tosses him into the second turnbuckle. Bull with a second rope double axe handle on Grandmaster. Uh, Bull with a, uh, jumps up on the top turnbuckle and hits Grandmaster Sexy with a back forearm. Blackman with a spine buster. Richard runs in with a chair, but Taz comes out off the announce table, grabs Steven, and puts him in the Taz mission. Blackman with the... Uh, Crowd loses it, by the way. Blackman with the back body drop. I think it was on the chair. That they brought it. It was yeah. near. It was supposed to be for the win. Uh, Taz runs in, punches Bull. Taz says that they Cole Cole bring when Taz goes back to the table. Cole's like, "What the hell are you doing?" Taz's like, "I'm just sick and tired of RTC. Sick and goddamn tired." Should have just told the honest truth. Well, since Lawler left, they just put me in his place. There it is. Uh, him and Cole have great chemistry already. They are. It's real good. They they are low key like. They're not at the top of the list, all right? But they are probably in my top five favorite announcing teams of all time. But they're like five. So, so all time, fine. Where do they rank in that company? Just that company? I mean, they're below JR and Austin, and they're below Gorilla and Oh, uh, you mean King? Yeah, that's what I meant. They're below Gorilla and Bobby. Okay. Are they third? As I said, they're not below Vince and Jesse. I think they're better than Vince and Jesse because Vince was never... Great. It wasn't great. Um, yeah, they're probably probably all the time, probably third because it's a really good fucking team, man. They're better than Jr. and like they're better than Jr. and Taz or Cole and Lawler. Like when they and split they're better them than up. Cole and JBL. Yes, and they're better than Styles and Taz. They're better than everything now. Yeah, they're better. Than, yeah, I'd say they're probably third all time. If you want to be serious, 
What about Rob Bartlett? Uh, by the way, guys, uh, Grandmaster Sexy and Steve Blackman do dance that's, after. That's two Blackman. Two Blackmans. That was... They dance, but basically Blackman sways and does some karate moves. That was really entertaining, actually. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like a rib for Blackman. Is They're probably first, like... First head cheese and now this? Like, you're not going to dance. I, I bet you... Like, I, it felt like a rib. How does he look older than Eddie Murphy? I, you know. Yep. Uh, we go, or uh, we see earlier tonight of uh, Undertaker going after, uh, getting arrested. Um, our next match is Triple H with Stephanie versus Kane. Uh, Kane hits Triple H with a uppercut, uh, and Triple H falls into the fans. They fight up on the ramp. Kane slams Triple H's face on the stage. Kane's going to toss Triple H uh, off the stage, but the ref stops him. Uh, they fight down to the ring. Kane gets thrown into the steps. Mil- Kane military presses Triple H and throws him onto the ground. Yeet. Kane with a big boot. Kane with a top rope clothesline. He's going to go for the choke slam. That's DDP's move. I know, right? <laughs> uh, but Big Show comes out. Whoop. This distracts Kane for uh, Triple H to throw him off the top rope. Uh, Kane with a sidewalk slam and a power slam. Kane hits a top rope clothesline, the DDP move, for a two. Um, she hit a diamond cutter. Triple H goes to the top rope, but Kane catches him and choke slams him. Stephanie's distracting the ref. Big Show uh, pulls out Kane and hits the final cut that he invented. Uh, Big Show throws Kane back in the ring for Triple H to hit the pedigree. Triple H mocks Kane, but then Kane grabs him by the throat, but then Triple H, but Big Show then choke slams one Kane. So the Big Show ran through like 75 jobbers in the hardcore division, and now he's just like Triple H's lackey? I pick one. That was weird. We get uh, the WrestleMania promo, Rock and Austin. Uh, let's go to our main event, Kurt Angle versus Stone Cold. Oh, so you forgot to mention Motorhead was there in Triple H. Oh, yeah, Motorhead. Okay. Yeah. It's all about the game and how you play it. Yeah, man. So that was cheap. <laughs> probably not. Triple H probably looks like, hey, man. Hey, Vince. I need those tickets. He paid, he paid, God knows how much he paid Ozzy for the Survivor Series bullshit a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago. Uh, Kurt Angle versus Austin. Austin tags Angle on it's the outside. Cons paying Bow Wow. I guarantee you it's more than Cons paying Bow Wow. <laughs> Angle throws. Paying Bow Wow and catering from the looks of it. Austin gets thrown into. Uh, Austin throws Angle into the steps and barricade. They fight in the crowd. Austin slams uh, uh, Angle's head on the steel steps and the announce table. Angle, uh, Austin puts Angle in the tree row and the stomps Angle's chest. <laughs> Two fists in the belly belly. Uh, Austin grabs the ring bell and Aust- uh, Angle runs up the ramp. <laughs> Cole was like, what the fuck is he going to do with the ring bell? Like, <laughs> probably hit him in the face. Austin probably. brings a chair into the ring. Austin hits the spine buster. Austin uh, attacks Angle's knee with the chair. Uh, Austin puts Angle's ankle in the chair. And he's going to do what, Corey? Pilmanize him. Thank there you. But Angle gets out of it. But Angle 316 says, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Uh, Angle rolls out of the ring, grabs the ring bell. Austin goes for him, but Austin gets hit by the bell. And he's not saved by it. Rock comes down, throws Angle into the ring. Cole, Rock joins commentary as Cole thinks that uh, Rock wants Angle to win the match tonight. Um, Rock was good here. Rock joins commentary. He says he came down and just wanted to, the match to continue as Cole with the assumption that, you know, is Angle that he wants to win. Angle runs at, at Austin with the chair, but Austin kicks the chair into Angle. Angle with an overhead belly to belly to Austin. Rock talks about how Deborah is not his wife. She's Austin's. Austin respects her, doesn't need her, and she's not his responsibility. Angle and uh, Austin fight on the outside, but then Austin gets thrown into the rock. Austin uh, Angle hits the rock and Austin with the chair. Angle hits a top rope moonsault on Austin for two. Rock gets on the apron. Austin goes to the stunner, but Angle pushes him off, knocking Rock off the apron. Angle puts uh, Austin in the ankle lock, but Rock comes in to beat up Angle. Rock's going to hit the rock bottom on Angle, but uh, Austin... Um, Oh, rock bottom on Austin, but Angle hits the rock. Rock hits the rock bottom on Angle. Rock turns around and gets stunned again by Austin. Austin covers Angle for the win. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's a lot right there. Yeah, I was just say that. There's a lot going on right there. Whew. Almost too much, to be honest. Yeah. Hmm? yeah. What was the better show, guys? Smackdown. Well, Smackdown. Because they tried. 
Yeah. Is really the key there. There was effort there. <laughs> to, you know. Uh, let's go to the ratings, shall we? Last week, WCW uh, got a 1.85, and WF got a 3.9. This week, w- WCW got a 1.8. Deserves that. And WWF got a 4.3. Ooh. So both both now. nights for uh, WWF went up, but it is coming WrestleMania season. That's in two weeks. So that's right. That's right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So for the second to final last time for the midweek war stories, let's go to our favorite part of the show, the award show. <laughs> Let's start off with best match. Oh, for me, I'm going to go Triple H Kane. Mine uh, was the Ray and Kibner versus three count match. It's a good match, too. Um, I like the main event here, the Angle Austin. It went way too long for me. I would have picked it, except for there was too much stuff at the end. Mm-hmm. It got too busy. Uh, yak match of the oh, night. Stasiak versus that guy, Reno. Yep. Yep. Old man meat or whatever his name because, is. Because, you know, that Reno who's fat, bald, and tattooed up, defending the fat, bald, and tattooed people. Uh, Sean Stasiak, the mecca of meaty manhood. The mecca of meat? Sure. Ugh. God. <laughs> you just <laughs> want to call his finisher. meat mecca? The meat pie driver, or whatever you were calling it earlier the today. The meat sauce driver. Meat so my best memory, I don't recall that. <laughs> if so facto, I'm your boss. <laughs> and then he came out, he won. To best my recollection, I was told to win, dude. Uh, who is your MVP? Steve Austin. Yes. What a great fucking night he had. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm struggling between him and another person. Go ahead. Who was the other? William Regal. I thought he was fantastic. <laughs> hey, homie. It's yeah. real. Uh, they were both great, but because I liked his stuff with Randy, I liked his stuff with Taker, yep. I liked his stuff with Triple H, Kane, but with Kane, Jericho, yeah. Uh, well, just give. Yeah. Austin was too good. It's, uh, Austin, he zeroed in. You know, I'm a rock guy. I have been. I was always a rock over Austin guy. Austin's a different level, man. I was like, is that changing? You know, not in personal preference, but like, yeah, you can admit like, wow, Austin was a different level of star. Like, even over it is, yeah, for me, it's different yes. for me now. This time I'm like, it's just, yeah, it's I'm, way different. I'm, he is, he means so much more to that show. I didn't catch. I, I'll, I'll, I'll say it on the and recap. I mean, don't when Raw, when Austin was gone, Rock carried the fuck out of that show. He did. He was very important, but like, when they're both there, you can tell that it's a, it's, one it's one not a fifty fifty split. They, no. they they pretend it is. It's not. It's seventy thirty. I'd say that. Just seventy thirty yeah. is fair. Like I, I'll say it on the recap too. Like. Rewatching this, and I was a rock guy too. I liked Austin, but I, I liked The Rock more. Um, but it's just like the seeing Austin and the aroma that he brings, the fact that he is on another level. Like, because people talk, you know, who is your Mount Rushmore? And a lot of people have Austin up there, right? And it's just like Crash, Crash, Austin, Viscera. And uh, Shane Douglas. Yeah, um, I knew it. Of course. He admitted it finally. finally. <laughs> it's on wax. <laughs> clip that, clip that Shane, out. Shane, Marty, don't get no, For me. him, it's Shane Douglas, that dynamic dude, dude. Shane, Dean Douglas. <laughs> and ECW Douglas. Yeah. But it's just like seeing Austin watching this Johnny time. Polo. I mean, yeah. And just seeing how, like, he is that big guy. Like, he is one of the best of all time. And, it, you, like, this... This past couple months, you know, like for me, like cemented it because of the storyline of Triple H. Now it's the storyline with The Rock about how, you know, it's his title. It needs to be his title. You know what I mean? Like that's what you'll want to see. You're preaching to the choir at this point because I was always an Austin guy instead of a rock guy. Now I, I liked The Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But between the two, I was an Austin. It's like guy. it's it's what me and Booble are with yeah, The Rock to yeah. Austin. You're Austin. Like with the rock. I always yeah. knew The Rock was very important, but it was Austin's mo- show. Mm-hmm. It was Austin's company. Yeah. Um, it's a I and you know number two to the one of the greatest of all time is, is not a bad place to be. It's not a slight. My yeah. all time favorite guy is Randy Savage, but he was always number two to, to, to Hulk Hogan. Hogan. Yeah. Um, still didn't mean he wasn't important. Just meant that there was a clear number one. Yeah. And that's like, what's happening here. Like we have, you have that. You have Hogan, Macho, Austin, Rock. Rock. 
And that's why I think the Cena thing didn't go well that era. There was no number two. Was Cena. No number two. You tried. You tried Orton. You tried Edge. Tried Batista. On Batista was the closest to injuries. Yep. But he was just he could never stay. Yeah. Probably. If he'd have stayed healthy, it's a different story. But it didn't happen. So, and they never had a guy who could take Batista because first. Flair and Sting. Flair Sting was the same way. Yep. You know, it's Sting, uh, Sting Luger. Sting was a number two, Flair clearly, like. but Flair was a dude. But yeah. Sting was a clear number two. You, would you say like Flair Dusty type thing? Flair Dusty in the eighties, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, You're, you have to have that number two guy, and that's why I think Cena and Roman's eras. That's what's lacking. There's not that clear number two. Nowhere to be found. When the other person's gone, the other guy can carry. But we yeah. don't have that. You didn't have that in Cena. Like you don't have that right now. Theoretically, it'd be Brock, but he's gone less than, or he's gone more than Roman is. So. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you need that guy. But yeah. And if you don't have him, your business suffers. The other company's also going to be the same problem. Oh, yeah. They yeah. also don't have a do. Us wrestling period doesn't have to start anymore. Mm-hmm. But that's a different story in a different podcast. The No Show Podcast. Uh, who is your Moadib? WCW. Just, going whole, just the, company, the company. Going into this show, man. Uh, that's not a... How, I, you have my Moadib? It tags along. It's, it's Knoxville. Like the fan base. Look what they had to watch for four hours. Yeah, but Knoxville sucks. They deserve Kane. Yeah, fuck Knoxville. Fuck there it is. They there it is. Uh, disco. disco. I mean, Jesus, dude. I mean, could you Alex be Wright shit rather, on anymore? Alex Wright would rather job to a no-name than be your tag team partner. <laughs> My God. You know, I'll just put over that new guy. That's fine. The shitter or the... <laughs> put over Jason Jett. That's okay. Um, fuck. WTF, guys. Uh, <laughs> I got. That's not what I'm gonna pick, but that's what mine was. <laughs> Crooked cops? You don't say. <laughs> yeah, color me shocked. Right. <laughs> um, the LAPD wasn't trustworthy. <laughs> Who could have seen it coming? That's shocking to me. I forgot, and this is a positive. What the fuck? I forgot how about cr- Dre? No, how crucial. And important, both Kurt Angle and Regal were to the buildup of WrestleMania this year. Yeah, like they were really right. like like Angle, he's been doing the Yeoman's work for that main event. He's working both main events. <laughs> like, he's both, yeah. fucking main events, right? He's working both guys. Uh, and then Regal's just been great. I, I forgot Regal had such a presence on TV at this point. I'd been so long since I watched this era. I, I can I, I'll be uh, I'll be be frank here. Uh, okay, Joe. Um, as I've been putting the... Give me changes two weeks out? Jeez, man. <laughs> All right, I got to change it up. Late game for that. Uh, loading up the our shows. Yeah. Right? And mm-hmm. I have to, you know, look at my notes and be mm-hmm. like, okay, what's the main event? So when we go on the social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at No So and Timmy, and I had to put in the note, you know, and I uh, literally, because Austin Angle faced off been rocking two weeks angle. ago. Yeah, yeah. So, and when I'm putting in the information, I honestly thought I was putting in the wrong information. <laughs> so I put in, like, I think I put in this week's show for last week's stuff, and then I'm like, you can't really tell. Right? <laughs> and I'm like, wait, what is what is this? So I literally had to go into the audio file and listen to what the main event was. I'm like, I'm fucking off. And then I have to edit everything all over again to every page on. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and just fix it all. But like, it's just like, oh yeah, they did wrestle two weeks ago, but this week it was a no DQ match. Yeah, see, you, this you want to make it easier on yourself. You could just for the rest of this uh, build, copy and paste. That's right. You know, on Monday, Kurt Angle. Yep, that's what it's been. <laughs> on Thursday, Kurt Angle. It's been and uh, <laughs> our, and for uh, Thunder and two black men and and and, and, and then Thunder. It is a DDP, Rick Steiner, DDP, Jeff Rick Jarrett, Steiner, or Dustin yeah, Rhodes. It's it's one of those. D. Dallas Page, D D P. I don't tell him that he'll fucking steal it. He'll steal it and bang. Somehow um, yoga. Bang uh, town. Boomer center. So that was uh, Moadib. Um, who was mine? You said disco. You but you said Knoxville. Oh yeah, I said Knoxville. What the fuck? Yeah. Don't, what the fuck? Yeah, we're on what the fuck? And I said Regal and Angle. Fucking important. What the fuck, Joe? Uh, my crooked cops. Oh, the crooked cops. Uh, my WTF. I still was there. People's choice. Yeah, still yeah, a thing. Um, still a thing. Oh, uh oh. 
My WTF is having a four corners elimination match between a tag team that's about to face off in four days. Just wait till you see the paper. <laughs> <laughs> you think this match is pointless? <laughs> oh, cool. So, this brings an end to the second to last episode of the Midweek War Stories. The penultimate! As we're moving on to the pay per view war stories for the final. WCW pay-per-view. The green. penultimate. The penultimate. Pay-per-view war stories. Of the pay-per-view war stories. Boy, there was like six more. That's weird. That's, I don't know what we're talking about. It's about best of our election, dude. Ecto facto. Oh, we, did, we did them. It's Jeff's fault. It's Jeff's fault, dude. Uh, so we're going to talk about greed. WCW greed. You can go to nosoentertainment.com. That's right, nosoentertainment.com. We can find all the blogs, all the podcasts, everything that we do for you. You can go to, like I've been saying just about five minutes ago. You can go to No Cell Entertainment ENT or No Cell Entertainment for Instagram, Twitter, and the Facebook. Find us, give us a review, a follow, a good new uh, one parlor. Huh, soon enough. Um brother. Uh you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. And like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yeah.